Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 1, no, Hour 2 of Gerard at Large. I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right, this segment brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatzis. He says Manchester is undergoing a renaissance and he has crafted a 12-point plan to harness that energy. Among the 12 points, we'll mention some we don't mention terribly often. Charter changes to address conflict of interest, ending the practice of taxpayer-funded health insurance for elected officials, investing in improving our parks and public spaces, responsible energy solutions, and continuing, uh, and uh, let me see. Hmm. Oh, Manchester's path to a thriving economy. Learn more at Gerard at uh, Gerard at Large at Gatzis, TedGatzis.com slash plan. That's TedGatzis.com slash plan. All right. So we kind of previewed it toward the end of the last segment, but uh, Erica Connors <laughs> and Hassan Essa, which, by the way, is not his full and complete name. I'd have to look at it, but uh, I saw it in my kid's yearbook. Because he just graduated a year or two ago from West High School, and my kids are in, well, my son's in his fourth year at West, my daughter's in her third, and my other daughter's in her first. So it's it's Abdul, I think it's Abdul Al-Hassan Essa. I forget, I forget the uh, the actual full name, but he is, he is not, um, he's not going by his full name. And uh, I don't know why, but. <laughs> But he's not going by his full name. Um, <clears throat> but we have so we have people in Ward Eight and Ward Twelve, Erica Connors in Ward Eight, Ward Twelve, who have got folks in Kennesaw, Georgia, mobilizing their Facebook friends around the country to write postcards for them. And I'll send Josh pictures of the postcards because they've been so thoughtfully posted on social media. Urging people, handwritten postcards, making it look like your neighbors right here in Manchester are voting for Erica and encouraging you to do the same. Same with Hassan Essa in Word 12, with people praising Tony the Democrat who runs this thing for bringing all these, quote, wonderful candidates to their attention to support. So I don't know how they do the mailings. But make sure you check the postmarks if you're in Wards 8 and 12. And, of course, that's if you can see those postcards through the blizzard of mail that the Save the Children Action Network uh, has sent. Two pieces in the last three days, I think. I've gone into several wards supporting, surprise, the people who voted to use portable classrooms at the city's most overcrowded school, Northwest Elementary, to open up a preschool class Uh, operated by an outside entity. They're being called champions of children, heroes for the helpless. And these are the same crowd, by the way, that Save the Children Action Network spent almost $100,000 endorsing and promoting two years ago in the 2015 election. So who got their endorsement? Who's getting those mailers? Who's getting that help? Well, it just happens to be the same people, largely, who voted for the... uh, (laughs) Who voted for... Uh, this, what I think is a travesty at Northwest Elementary. <clears throat> That's uh, Ward 1's Sarah Ambrosi. 
Ward, Fours, Leslie Watt, Ward Sixes, Dan Bergeron, Nancy Tessier, who's at large, Ward Sevens, Ross Terrio, Ward Eights, Erica Connors, Ward Elevens, Kate DeRozier, and Ward Twelves, Connie Van Houten. There were some other members of the board who voted for it because they think preschool is great. I don't. (laughs) I think working with parents is better than the idea we need to take. We we need to take children as young as three years old out of their homes so that they have a shot at life. Tells me we're putting our focus in the wrong place, but we're not talking about preschool. We should be working with those parents. So when those kids go home, the parents can truly be partners in their children's education, not obstacles to it, right? So what do you want to do? Take them out of the delivery room and hold them till they're 21 years old? Give the parents visitation rights at lunchtime and recess? Anyway, so we're talking about campaigning. So when you get those postcards with Erica Connors and Hassan S's smiling faces on them, With people who you think are your excited friends and neighbors, just know that they're your excited friends and neighbors um, in Kennesaw, Georgia, and wherever else it is they happen to be uh, writing their articles from, and uh, know that it is not um, all that it appears to be. So, but I digress. The union leader this week is publishing the answers to the questions it has asked uh, candidates. And um, let me see. Here's words one, two, and three. We'll spend some time going through them. And we'll try to hit the high, spo- the high spots. And I remind you that the Concerned Taxpayers of Manchester uh, has made endorsements based on its surveys of the candidates, were, which, which were remarkably um, similar to the ones that the union leader did. And you can find the answers... From those who bothered to answer at concerned taxpayers of Manchester.com, and you can find their endorsements there. So, um, in wards one, two, and three, here we go. Here are the questions that were asked Would you ever vote to override the city tax cap? If so, under what circumstances? Do you support eliminating health benefits for the part time members of the board of mayor and aldermen? Is there anything the city could do to better combat the opioid, uh, combat opioid abuse? Would you support adopting a charter amendment that creates a deterrent for violating the city charter by charge, uh, changing how members of the Board of Aldermen are referred to the City Conduct Committee? And what current contract, when, when current contracts expire, would you support replacing the Yargadecker salary index for city employees with something more equitable to both taxpayers and employees? Why or why not? Um. School board, do you pledge to send a budget request to the city alderman that stays under the tax cap? Do you support eliminating health benefits for part-time members of the board of school committee? Do you support redistricting efforts that redraw lines uh, for schools across the city? And what is the top issue facing city schools and what will you do to address it? So let's go on to those questions. Kavanaugh. I will always work to respect fellow taxpayers and the tax cap while working to ensure that Manchester's families have 
access to high-quality education system, and that our community safety is not compromised. I didn't hear a question, an answer to the tax cap question there. Chris Stewart, no. <laughs> we need to live within our means. I do not support a tax cap override to fund salary increases for salary for city and school district employees under the current system. We have some outstanding, hardworking public servants in this city, but Yager Decker, the salary formula for city paid, uh, developed almost two decades ago that provides automatic pay increases just for showing up to work, not based on merit, is unsustainable. It has crippled the budget and finances of our city. As alderman, I will work with all sides, including the unions, to bring a long-term solution to this issue once and for all. Well, he answered multiple questions there, didn't he? But no, he does not support a tax cap override. On the question of benefits, Kavanaugh says, I have benefits through my employer, but would support keeping them for people who need them. Stewart, who has taken the benefits in the past as a school board member, says, yes, he supports. Um, and what was the question? I want to make sure we get the question right. Uh, the question was, do you support eliminating health benefits for part-time members of the board? I loved Erica Connor's answer to that question on the taxpayers. She said, yes, she did. And then she went on to say that school board members are full-time employees. <laughs> anyway, let me give her creativity points. Chris Stewart, yes, I believe that this issue should be put on the ballot. We should let the voters of Manchester decide if they want to pay for health benefits for members of the board of mayor and aldermen. But he supports eliminating them. Um, what to do about the opioid crisis? What's next? Uh, let me see the specific question. This is kind of hard. Is the city? Uh, is there anything the city could be doing better to combat the opioid crisis? Uh, Kavanaugh says, "I think we've made great steps, but have more work to do. I believe that the city can do more to partner with private organizations to support prevention and treatment." opportunities i'd like to see more access to 90-day treatment programs which many experts say is ideal uh stewart manchester's made progress but have much work to do community first approach okay we're going to babble through this number four on the ethics question kavanaugh thinks the current system we have is appropriate but as always would thoughtfully consider any proposal brought before the board of aldermen and look for feedback from my constituents I, I, are we to believe that the people in Ward 1 agree with his vote not to refer Ludwig and uh, Gamash to the conduct committee for clear violations of the charter to determine if they really did violate it? Stewart says, yes, I believe the board of mayor and alderman has become too political, dupe old into special interests and too nasty. Whether it's aldermen who support contracts directly uh, that benefit their family members or uh, or day jobs an alderman who refuses to resign after being arrested for tax evasion or other general nastiness that plagues every meeting of the board. It is holding our city back. I will never vote on a contract or policy that financially benefits myself or any other family member. And I will vote to refer any alderman who does a vote to benefit a family member to the conduct committee. Uh, Yarger Decker. The pay scale. Kavanaugh says he's willing to con- uh, consider specific proposals but um, says we have to ensure our community receives the highest quality service possible from our excellent city employees. Uh, Stewart basically doubled down on his answer. It's unsustainable. And with 165 city employees being paid more than 100 grand a year without counting the tens of thousands of dollars in additional health and retirement benefits, it needs to be brought to heel. All right. I love this on the school board. 
Sarah Ambrosi pledges to continue supporting the practice of the school board over the last years, namely to provide Alderman with a tax cap budget and a needs budget. So she's not willing to live within the tax cap. I love this on the health insurance. Pursuant to our current policies and practice, I will follow the will of the board on this issue, and that is whether or not they should have health insurance. But I regard it as a distraction from the real issues the school board should be addressing. Perhaps those who regard this as an important issue should raise it as part of an amendment to the charter, which would encompass eliminating benefits for aldermen as well as school board members. You know what I find really interesting about this answer? As well, she's willing to listen to the will of the board on this issue. Every time it's come up for a vote, she's voted on it and she's voted to keep them. So I guess we have to we have to remind people that Sarah Ambrosi says, oh, yes, I will follow the will of the board while uh, actively trying to influence the will of the board by casting votes to protect the benefits that she as a school board member takes. Got to love these people. All right, really quickly here. You know what? We're going to hit traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll continue with the candidate surveys and the union leader. Stay with us.